A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. LMFM Sunday Sport. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. Now, Meath GAA has a new club after Eastern Gales were voted in by the clubs of the county a little over a week ago. They received the green light to affiliate at last Thursday night week's specially convened county committee meeting. So, now that they're here, what are their immediate and long-term plans? I spoke to PRO Tom McLaughlin yesterday to find out. OK, so Tom, it's just, what, a week and a half or so since uh, Eastern Gales were voted in at the last county board meeting, 30 to 26. Uh, so close enough in the end. But aside from all that, I, I'm assuming it was a reasonably arduous process. Were you relieved to, to get it over the line in the end? Yeah, uh, thanks Thanks for having us on, David. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We were delighted. We put a huge effort in going back many months. We, we actually lodged the application in middle the middle of September. So it, it was a very thorough process, I have to say. And just at the start, I'd like to thank the chairman, John Kavanagh, and the vice chair, Paddy Kelly, uh, and, and then ultimately the management committee for, for recommending our affiliation. And um, they, they put together a subcommittee to uh, assess our, our, our application really and hear from us and, and to, to kind of report on its viability and that. Uh, and that was led by Iruktaran Neem O'Neill. So we had great engagement with, with, the, with that group um, over the holiday period of Christmas and New Year. And uh, they reported back to the county board and, and then ultimately it was up to our uh, the clubs of Mead, and you know I would have to say a massive thank you to the to the clubs of Mead for accepting us into their family. You know, we 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 travelled extensively uh, throughout Mead in in support of our application. We we met as many clubs as we could. We we travelled whenever anyone said they'd meet us. We went there. We explained what we were about, what we were hoping to achieve. Uh, and, and I have to say, all over me, we were received really well. And, and, you know, there was some great engagement with clubs. And, and, and mm. you just see it, it actually brought home to us the disparate nature of, you know, the, you go to maybe rural areas where there's really kind of brilliant clubs with very small numbers. But the facilities and most of clubs are fantastic. Uh, mm. The hospitality was excellent. And, yeah, the numbers were they, they were kind of very, very surprised at our numbers, you know, giving, I think there was one club in North Mead where there was 13 children uh, going into primary school, you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that's a challenge coming down. It's a challenge everywhere in every county when you have sure. large commuter areas coming and, and, and then you have traditional clubs in, in more rural areas, you know, but I have to say again, thanks to the clubs, thanks to the county board. Uh, we really enjoyed the, the, we enjoyed the journey. We're delighted that we, we reached our successful destination. And I suppose, you know, we, we have the planning permission now, if you if you like, we have our planning permission. So now it's up to ourselves to put the solid foundations in, you know? Yeah. And like, like the, the, the process was obviously quite arduous and you had to, you know, dot a lot of I's and cross a lot of T's, no doubt. But as you said there, the hard work, 
does start now really the the getting getting accepted in was probably the easy part relatively speaking so so what's the plan now for the next three four months you mentioned planning permission there you do have a, a side i believe for a pitch so um is that is that the, the next step or the first step i suppose really for you guys to get that that pitch up and running uh what's the timeline for that yeah, we, we, we've already had people look at it. Um, it will need work. Scarifying, I think is the phrase. Uh, but we have a, a medium to long-term lease on that. So, and ironically, you know, there were two clubs here just over 50 years ago. And one of them was started to see mm. um, when there was only a fraction of the population. And now there's nearly 28, 20, 27, 28,000 people. And we're moving back into where we believe started to see once played. So there's a nice bit of symmetry to that. Yes, it needs a little bit of work. But, um, you know, we're delighted to be bringing facilities to the area because, you know, there was, there's been a lot of building here over the last 20 years. As everybody well knows, there's been a huge explosion in population, a huge number of schools built. And unfortunately, there, there hasn't been the attendant facilities built to accompany those, the, the population, the housing and the schooling. So we're delighted to bring something uh, to the party, if you know, uh, if, if you like, in yeah. terms of, of a couple of pitches. So and we will share that with you know, schools and whoever else wants to use it. So we would expect maybe to have that up and running by May. Um, that's our hope. We have a couple of contingencies where, where we can play um, on a, on a, a game by game basis. So we, we can use the, uh, that option uh, going forward in, in the initial phases, you know, because I, I think we're, as far as I know, we got word this week that we were, are due to play uh, Division League 3B game. 3B, yeah. Core Town, yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll start up in Core Town where, uh, yeah, we, 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 so I spoke with Core Town just ahead of the vote uh, and had a great conversation. So we're looking forward. To it. This is the thing. We're really looking forward to meeting the clubs now as a, as a club ourselves. And, and- and sorry, just on the pitch, do you, do, you, do you think you're actually saying you'll have the pitch up and running by May? Because we know pitches can, can take quite a while between levelling the ground, everything else, seeding the pitches. So it's picking stones, all that sort of stuff. I did it myself yeah. in Beckett years ago. So is May a realistic target for that? Well, I was going to ask you for help doing it all right, Dave. Um, yeah, we've been told uh, we've been told that there's nothing major that needs to be done in it. Um, it is that it's it's just right, really scraping the top and evening off. It's in good nick. As I say, it was a pitch before, so there is a, a flatness to it. Um, you know, and it, it needs a bit of seeding and that, but we're going into growth season. So, um, yeah, we're hoping May, June at the, maybe at the latest, but we were told that there is a possibility of May. As I say, you know, if it, if we end up and sometimes these things don't go according to the plans you were hoping, well, then we do have contingency and, you know, we can, we can use those contingencies as well. So. Yeah, but you, you do, know, you do, you have the, you have the planner permission though for sure on that one, right? We don't need, and uh, we're okay. not doing anything. Yeah, we don't need. We're don't, not doing anything that requires planning. But in, in terms of in terms of then facilities wise down the road, I mean, obviously these days, as you mentioned, there facilities and GA grounds around the country are, are generally fantastic. So for your for your purposes down the road, what's the plan in terms of a clubhouse and, and dressing rooms and all that kind of stuff? Will that be a longer term plan, and will it be on that site? Oh well, well, absolutely. We we look. We have huge ambition. We we have a vision, and, and we're very, you know, we we great aspiration. And you know, we're really looking forward to the challenge. I, to be honest with you, no, I don't know if it'll be on that side. We don't know yet. You know, we're 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 taking baby steps at the moment. Sure. Um, but we would absolutely, you know, we're all the time looking for land. We have a couple of people involved with us who are are involved in in property and in uh, development. So we we will keep an eye open. You know, in 
certain parts of the country, land is very hard to come by. Now, the one thing about Mead and East Mead in particular is there's no doubt that land here, you know, there is a development. There's always an eye on development in this area. So land prices can be just a little bit higher. But having said that, there is land in East Mead, you know, and we're confident that um, over the next three to five years, we can, you know, when we get up and run and we get a, some membership going and, and get some capital uh, generated and revenue generated that we can start looking with a view to to providing more facilities and better and more permanent facilities. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we, we we've discussed this. We would see, you know, between between the fifth and tenth year that we would certainly hope to have. Um, you know, we have an idea in our mind how many acres we might need and right. and some form of clubhouse. Most certainly, yeah, that would be that would be a huge kind of. A main ambition of ours. So the fifth to tenth year is in twenty twenty eight to you know yeah. beyond twenty thirty. Yeah, no, that's a fair. Answer. It's a long, it's a long term plan. No, well, it won't happen there. overnight. Though. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. Look, look, if somebody came up to us after three years, if anybody's listening there and and wants to get into partnership with us with land or wants to, uh, you know, make uh, us to make an offer, we can. We, we'd certainly like, you know, yeah, we, we would certainly love to anyone to approach us. Uh, so. Absolutely, like our our Anthony are up. We're looking for this from day one. From yeah. day one, and, yeah. and you know that's that, that's our intention is to is to acquire our own land. And in terms of the the league, as you mentioned, there Division Three B away to Courtown, um, you'll get a warm welcome there, I'm sure. But what sort of playing numbers have you got at the minute, and how many like how many members even have you got in the club? Like, will you be will, are you confident you'll be able to put out put out teams and and support them in the upcoming league? Presumably, you'll be playing away for. Well, for the first few months anyway, unless you get the pitch sorted out, as you said, in May. But what's the sort of playing numbers you have at the moment in terms of registered players and, and members and stuff like that? Yeah, we will be like we will be stretched, I think, to, to get numbers in the initial phase. I mean, you, I suppose the, the kind of thing to note at the moment is we haven't gone out because we couldn't go out. You know, we, we, we couldn't really go out and not be in a club. We didn't want to kind of put the cart before the horse or see to be disrespectful to the process. So it's important to us that everything was done properly and with due respect to the process. So we haven't as such launched yet, to be quite frank, David. So mm. we want to see what shakes out of that process as well. But we would hope to uncover a few players in that process when we do go. Like, this is our first engagement publicly, yeah. you know. Um, we just wanted, you know, it all happened very quick in the end. We were we had timelines in our heads of another couple of weeks and, and maybe the week after next. But it happened very quickly in the end. Uh, so we just need to breathe. We need to step back now, and yeah. we will we will be out in the public. We will be out looking for membership. Looking, we will have our academy up and running in the um, April to May. Um, we hope to get it up and running, and you know we're looking forward to young the, people in the area coming through our gates for the first time, their first GAA experience, and, and yeah, staying the, there for life. I hope. The, the academy will be for for is it five to nine year olds? Is that the age group you're looking at there? Yeah, it'll be five to nine. Yeah, yeah, we would. You know, again, this is all a shot in the dark for us. We don't know if we yeah. get 50 or 250 people. Look, if we have 100 members at the end of this year, it'll be 100 people that are engaged in GAA in the area that were not previously engaged or hadn't been to heretofore. So that can only be win-win. If we 400, even better, you know. Yeah. I mean, we have 28,000 people in the area. The participation rate among people entering primary school is somewhere in around 20%. Just, there's just such a huge need here to have more capacity for young people, our young men and women in this area to play Gaelic games, to play all sports indeed. You know, I mean, yeah. there's there's plenty of soccer clubs around here. There's a rugby club and, and there's no reason why we can't increase the facilities to 
uh, in the first instance, sport for their mental health, for their physical health, for everything else. And, and if we can provide more opportunity for our national games, I think that can only be a good thing. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And are you looking at uh, football, hurling, camogie, ladies football, the whole the whole uh, nine yards on that front? We, we would do everything in time. If we get the experience, if we get the, the, um, the capacity and the, and the numbers, we will provide anything. We, we are very open-minded to hurling. We have a few people who have, you know, who, have, who we have discussed this with um, over the last number of months who would love to come in and do some hurling. But, you know, let's not kid ourselves. You know, it's not easy. It's, it's not traditional here for hurling, but we will provide an opportunity for people to hurl if the demand is there. Um, but really, it's baby steps at the moment. We'll just, we'll, we'll just have to see. We'll have our two senior teams ready to go. We'll have our academy and we, we'll, we'll play it by year. But look, our gates are wide open. Eastern Gales, we intend to be a big part of the East Mead GA um, landscape for many years to come. And uh, we're, we're just... The one thing about our new club is that you know we need we need we need help and yeah. we need lots of it and we won't be afraid to ask from it from our members because you know we see it like the GA is not a transient experience it's a lifelong experience we're all lifelong members of the GA you know yeah. none of us own it we all want to pass it on the better way than we got it and mm. um, so we just want to get people on board we want them to help the club grow with us and we want them to shape the club as it grows we want them to dictate how this club will develop because it's their club so it has to be a member-led club that's very important to us you know um and, and that's you know that's where we'll be going just just in terms of because i can only imagine um going through this process myself and setting up a new club um 
does is there a certain element of pressure now? Do you feel a certain element of pressure now to kind of to get this off the ground because you've 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 gotten the the club across the line with that vote a week and a half ago? So do you do you feel any kind of sense of pressure now? I'm sure it's a really exciting time, but there must be an element of trepidation there as well that you know, let's look at 26 clubs voted against it. So maybe there's a lot of people out there that hope this doesn't take off. Do you feel any sense of trepidation now that, that you know, to try to get this going? And, you know, next few years are obviously going to be a very important one, very important time for you. But it's it's a big, it's, it must be, I'd find it a quite daunting uh, undertaking, I have to say. Um, yeah, look, look, I wouldn't necessarily say that 26 clubs voted against us per mm. se. You know, that's not the way I would read it. I would just say that, you know, well, they voted against. They voted against the, the proposal, whatever way you want to put it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that if it happens, the majority vote for it to happen that they're against us. I don't yeah. expect people to be kind of going, "Oh, we didn't want you." I don't think it's like that at all. I don't think that's the way the GA works. Uh, I, I certainly hope it is. It's not my experience of the GA. I think once the vote was passed and it's a majority decision, I think all fifty-six clubs and even the four that didn't vote. Would, are welcoming us. We were welcomed. We've had lovely messages of support from all over the county and, and in the area here. We've had massive support from people in the area who absolutely see the need for increased capacity. But back to your question, yes, there's massive pressure on us. Um, you know, we, we've really we've arrived at the starting line now. Um, the race is only starting. And yeah, there's, uh, trepidation maybe would be too strong, but yeah, we, we, we want to do this right. We've put a lot of effort to get to here. We've done this maybe against against the odds you could you could say maybe and we need to deliver now and but but people on are involved in driving this are, are exceptionally good people there there's some real ability there um and I, I have great confidence you know there's, there's there's key strengths there there's key strengths among the you know the people we have the only thing about it is we've driven this with maybe a handful of people mm-hmm. and when the club gets up and running now as i said we don't want the club where parents drop kids and go off. We want participation. We have a parent participation program that we have in mind that we want everybody. This has to be all hands on deck. That's what I was saying to you earlier. Yeah. There is trepidation. But if we get cooperation and we get all, you know, shoulders to the wheel, we will do this. We we know we didn't start this journey to just run away from it at any point. You know, we're here for good. Like we're really here for good. And we're here for the good of the community. This is an excellent news story for me, GAA and the GA in general. You know, it's very important that our young people have the facility to play their games. And we're giving more young people. Our whole core mantra was capacity, opportunity and participation. We're increasing the capacity for young people. That's a good thing. Anyone who's against that, you know, you'd ask why. Mm. One of the key things we said to ourselves at the start of our journey was, why is this a bad thing? Nobody ever answered that. In all the meetings we had, nobody ever answered it. I I can't think of one reason, and nobody ever has. I don't know if you have one, Dave. Maybe you'd be the first to say it, but that's that's the reality. This sure. is good for children. It's good for our young people, and it's it's good for the new people. You know, they're coming into this area with no connection whatsoever. This is new. They're new. We give them something that they can be part of. You know, and that's what we, where we want to go with this. You have a lot of people in the area. If you go to some of the areas of uh, other areas of need, more kind of rural areas, there's three and four generations of people. That's not really the issue. In a, a lot of people here are coming in here for the first time. That's a challenge in itself to try and, you know, get that ownership of the club. And that's what we're trying to do. This is your club. You will own this club. Like mm. when you meet me in 10 years time, I hope to be 
maybe a spectator, but somebody else will be running with this. This is, you know, somebody else will take up the baton, the newer members, they will drive our club. It won't be the same. We need that dynamism. Yeah. We need that to be changing all the time to refer- keep the club fresh and vibrant, you know? And just one one final question for you. So, um, as you mentioned there, Division 3B, where where it starts for you against Courtown, mm. I'm guessing it'll be a, a surreal and emotional, whatever way you want to put it, uh, experience that day when you see Eastern Gales uh, hope, assuming that, you, as, as you said, your numbers are stretched a little bit, but assuming you get you get 15 plus lads out in the field or 17 maybe, as uh, some would, would have it, um, you'll you'll be standing back and kind of admiring the work you've done, I guess. It's it's going to be a, a pretty emotional day for you, I'd imagine. Uh, if we stand back in the morning, I'd say Cortan will beat us by 4-12 to no score. Well, I, I, don't mean, I don't mean the players. <laughs> I want to yeah, mess with you. Yeah, of course, David, of course, of course. You know, it, it, it is. It's quite an achievement to have done. It's the first meet. It's the 60th meet club and the first one in something like 58 years, I think. So, yeah, absolutely. We are, we will be extremely proud. Uh, you know, but uh, proud of the boys that are playing on that day that maybe had walked away or haven't played Gaelic for a long time and that kind of thing. So, yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be absolutely emotional. I've no doubt. I mean, the journey so far has been emotional. You know, the night we were voted in was emotional, but. You know, we, we just kind of have to take everything in perspective. It's good, but we need to move on. We need to go on to the next thing. But no, there's no doubt uh, there will be huge emotion in Courtown. And, you know, we welcome anyone to come along and meet us, you know. Well, listen, Tom, it's been great to talk to you. And I know it's been a, a long road for you to, to get to this point. So best of luck uh, for the future with the club. And we hope it all goes well for you. Yeah, and, and as I said, David, thanks very much for the opportunity. And we will be out now. You know, we will. we, we have... A promotional kind of campaign coming, but if anybody wanted to get in touch with us, I'd just say that if you could, um, we have a Twitter account. If you if you want to, uh, sure, Eastern yeah. Gales, you'd see it. Um, just put up a message, and we'll follow up with you. Or uh, Eastern Gales GAC at gmail dot com. Eastern Gales GAC at gmail dot com. If you want to drop us an email, uh, we'll come back to you straight away. And we would love to hear from people who are interested in joining us on our journey. Thanks a million, Tom. Okay, Dave. Thank you for the opportunity. LMFM Sunday Sport. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go.